Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year And to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey, listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. You may already know that SiriusXM brings you the deepest variety of commercial-free music for every genre and every mood where you hear the biggest names in talk, entertainment, and comedy and hundreds of hand-curated music channels designed to fit every mood. Where you get news from every source, where you can listen to the newly launched Fish Radio in addition to Jam On, Grateful Dead Radio, Pearl Jam Radio, Tom Petty Radio, and many more. 
where you can listen to top comedy channels such as Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Radio and Netflix's A Joke Radio and Sports Talk Radio from Barstool to ESPN and more to keep you up to date on the latest news in the sports world. Most people think you need a car to enjoy Sirius XM, but you don't. Subscribe now to listen outside the car on your phone, online and at home, and get your first three months for just a dollar. And if you're a Fish fan, which you probably are, you can get tour updates and shows being played, which are a good complement to our quick hits. Visit SiriusXM.com slash HFPod to see offer details and to subscribe and start listening today. SiriusXM, no car required. everybody welcome to the helping friendly podcast this is a quick hit for the second night of mohegan um i have a guest here michael hey what's up man hey how's it going good thanks for joining thanks for uh offering to do this thanks for having me on yeah before we get into it i just want to tell people um i said this yesterday and I'll, i'll mention it several more times we have a listener survey that we just put out and we want to get your input we want to hear what you think about osiris and about our podcast and give us uh your feedback so we can make the the all of our podcasts better so um that's all i want to say about that michael how was last night um what was the tour like for you so far? Was this your first couple shows? Tell us about the context before we get into the music. Okay. So yeah, I jumped on tour third night of Camden and last night was my final edit tour. So I did seven shows, great week and a half. Nice. (laughs) Little break off work. Um, Last night was towards the top of the shows (laughs) that I saw in the past week. So that's really cool. What was the, um, I, I, we talked yesterday about the, you know, the contrast obviously between Fenway and Mohegan Sun in terms of just the, the enormity of Fenway and the, the intimacy of, of Mohegan Sun. It seems like that was, that was affecting the music a little bit. Um, did you feel like that carried over into last night? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, definitely a really small venue. First night of Mohegan, I was kind of page side up behind, I was about, a yardstick away from the touching the light rig on the up first row of that upper deck, which is okay. pretty cool. But then last night I was kind of like right behind Corota almost. I had one of the best fish seats I ever had. So last night was kind of the icing on the cake for me. That's awesome. And what were some of your highlights of the first set? There are a couple, a couple good jams in there. What, what stood out to you in uh set one? What really well first off, man, on the opener, you guys always say show <laughs> might be fire once opener. Yeah. Um the highlight of the first set to me was probably that stash that came about halfway through. It was pretty got pretty dark, right? Yeah, when they started up the stash halfway through the first set, I kind of reminded me of that stash they played on the first night of tour is what came to mind in mm-hmm. St. Louis that ended up being really awesome. I think I'm not sure if this one had as much legs as that one, but it was pretty close. It was a pretty darn good stash. And definitely one of my highlights of the entire show. Nice. And what else did you what else from the first set stood out to you? Well, they played Dog Stole Things for the first time in a while, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely yeah, had never yeah. seen that song before, so it was cool to see something that you never see. Um tell you the truth, the wingsuit had a pretty ripping solo at the end. It almost yeah. 
that song in this tour kind of seems like it's almost been getting up to like a Reba style solo at the end. And it went on for quite a while. That was kind of the thing with this show. There were no super long jams, but there were several 10 or 11 minute ones that were just compact and really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love wingsuit and that, that version was pretty good. Yeah. Almost 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a Bowie to close it out, which, you know, we, we've talked before about how Bowie sometimes seems to be something they just like run through these days, but, um, it seemed like that was a pretty, pretty good version and, and that had some, uh, some concentration in it. Yeah, that was kind of another, I was, that was coming next. That was kind of another standout part of the set. Um, I think I saw one other Bowie on this the past week and a half. I'm not sure what show it was, but, um, this was definitely standout to that version. One nice. a little bit longer, I think, and great way to end the set. Always <laughs> awesome. So, you, and then you guys are waiting for the second set to start. Obviously, the two night run, which has been pretty solid so far, and a, a pretty good party time opener. But, but tell us about the second set from your perspective. I could say at first, I was at the show. Actually, the past two shows with my father, he's a pretty big fan, becoming a pretty big fan with me, and um, I called the party time opener earlier in the day. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Party time is awesome. I wanted that song. I hadn't seen it before. So that's exactly what I wanted last night. And then they went straight in the trap dust. Which it didn't get out too far, but they, they finished the song and then started up a kind of a section jam section after the finish of yeah. the song. I thought it was pretty cool and yeah, not that long, but again, it seemed longer than it was, which is a cool thing, I think, this tour that you were kind of mentioning. That, yeah. that you can you can kind of feel it feels like a much bigger jam than than it is, which is kind of cool. It's just taking them less time to get to the get to the nitty gritty, as it were. Yeah, I think that's kind of what people aren't used to yet at this point. Everyone's looking for the the long twenty twenty minute plus jams, but honestly, I don't have many complaints at all about the past two nights. Only thing I have a little caveat about is the Ruby Waves was only like three minutes long, and I freaking love that song. <laughs> yeah, I want to see yeah, that they... pushed out in the next stretch of the tour hopefully <laughs> yeah they went into it for yeah five or six minutes then into seven below then stealing time then piper and then back into ruby waves but it didn't feel like it was a uh, you know the same treatment that maybe it could be if they really stretched it out mm-hmm. um, same sort of line the drift while you're sleeping closer it's kind of funny yeah. a lot of a lot of people even in the small venue still aren't used to the ghost of the forest now. um I was fortunate enough to check out a Ghost of the Forest show in New York when they were around. And I loved it. I loved the album. Um, so I was psyched to hear Drift While You're Sleeping start up. It's funny. Some people sit down, but then you look around halfway yeah. through the song, everyone's up dancing. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me at Camden when they played it at Camden. Everyone was sitting down, and then by the end, toward the end, you know, people were back up, which is nice. Yeah, it's got the big ending. Yeah. And. Did you like the jam? Did it seem like it was pretty standard compared to Ghost of the Forest, or did it feel like they were um, to put any extra effort into it? I think they jammed a little bit more after the reggae sort of section than they had been usually. I have to re-listen. I'm not exactly sure after one listen there, but yeah. it was pretty. It wasn't too standard. There was definitely a little bit of a section there after the reggae where they jammed a little. And then, did you guys? It felt like the the encore was sort of a. A, a pretty long and, and in-depth encore with, you know, three or four songs, depending on how you count it. Did it feel, uh, did that feel like an extra kind of, uh, extra, extra little mini set for you there? Yeah. Well, the second set ended around 1130. And I know on the first night we were walking out of the venue after midnight. So 
had an idea there might have been a longer encore coming, but didn't see what was coming. It was probably one of the better fish encores I've ever seen. I've been never complaining about Bautzen. Um, Saw It Again was a song that I never was a huge fan of, but it absolutely blew me away last night. <laughs> and then with the Kung part inside yeah. of it, that was great. Yeah. Nice. And then to, to end it with a slave is a nice way to send you guys off into yeah. the into the casino. Slave is always great. I have to <laughs> say, Trey, Trey made some comments during Kung. I think he said about standing up during separate, because I don't know if you heard this, but the casino there, they weren't letting anyone on the floor sit down ever from the point that they walked in. Everyone was standing the whole time. You know how at the garden, everyone goes in and sits down on the floor. Right. So I think Trey was aware of this and during comedy, he yelled, stand up during set break. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it seems like this is, do you think this is a venue they'll go back to? I don't know. I certainly enjoyed it. it personally, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I'm from Connecticut. I live about an hour away from the casinos. They could have done two shows up in Hartford and fit mm-hmm. twice or three times as many people in there. It was a hard ticket to get. I fortunately yeah. got lucky in the lottery this year <laughs> between me and my right. dad. And we got some good seats to both shows. Nice. But um, yeah, but not who weren't getting in. <laughs> who were getting in. I'm glad you, you did. And, um, what, what, what jam do you want to leave people with from last night? Um, I was thinking about this again. I'm kind of torn between the stash and saw it again. Um, oh, nice. Uh, let's, stash is probably, I think it was the longest jam of the night. Let's do saw it again. I think that was just dark and awesome. <laughs> All right. Really weird. That's awesome. All right. We're going to do it. Um, I think that might be the first time that we've ever, uh, included a, a song from the encore in a quick hit. So that's, that's a milestone <laughs> for us. So thanks for uh, joining right. us, Michael, and, and, and sharing your perspective. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. We'll do it again sometime. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Michael, for joining us. And um, as you heard at the top, we have a special offer. If you're not a subscriber to Sirius XM and you want to hear Fish Radio, Grateful Dead Radio, all the other things, you can get a uh, Three months for a dollar, SiriusXM.com slash HFPod. And and thanks for tuning in. Keep the feedback and, and thoughts coming. And we'll see you all after the first night of Alpine. Be safe out there. Have fun.
found yourself wondering, what else can I listen to on the Osiris Network? Here's another great podcast you can check out. Hey, what's up? This is Mike Fenoya, host of Amigos Podcast here on the Osiris Network. What is Amigos Podcast? Well, I am a stand-up comedian, writer for True TVs and Practical Jokers, and a music freak. So I invite my pals to come talk music, comedy, and everything in between. So uh, if you want to come hang, we'd love to have you. Thank you. being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details 
Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.